We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Welcome. What, what are we doing? Welcome to Spotify for Podcasters. What are we doing? An ad? No, we're just recording the episode. What episode are we? Do- oh, I remember what episode. Okay, I remember. <laughs> this now. is this is how high quality this show is. You're like, wait, what episode? So Anchor is no more. It's now called Spotify for Podcasters. It looks exactly the same yeah. and works exactly the same. Right. But you will hear a great ad from us later in the episode, which y'all, we're getting money for. We are now getting ad money again. I mean. We'll, we'll be. We probably won't get another ad after this because <laughs> we don't have enough listeners. But if you could just play that ad on repeat somehow like a thousand times. That would be so great for us. Spotify will pay us money. You don't need to listen. Just do it and go do your business. We will also play an ad for our Patreon Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we'll re-record because it's probably still about Christmas or Megan or something. Oh, Jesus. But um Ugh. we what if we you're doing? not on the Patreon, yeah. we have we are posting two contents tonight. Two 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 bits. Portions. One demi toss about Droopy the Dog, aka Jeffrey R. Holland. And then one guide to leaving Mormonism about how Mormons are insipid and terrorizing at the same time. Yes. So if you want to hear those things, go sign up. Demi toss. You, you can be any level. Guide to leaving Mormonism, you gotta be slightly higher level because it's right. higher quality. You look like you're gonna fall asleep. Um, it's not that as much as just my body is tired. Wait. <laughs> so <clears throat> here's why you didn't remember what this episode's about. Tell me. We're very tired. <laughs> and we mm-hmm. were tr- we were trying to figure out a top five yeah. and like whatever, but we need to do some demi toss. We had to record this ad. We this had top, to. top quality ad that you'll Jesus hear soon. Jesus Christ! Um, and then it was getting late, and then I was like, "Let's just record." It's this is just a like like a no like a no boundaries. What am I trying to say? Like a no like a just a free form episode. Yeah. There's no top five. <laughs> there's no agenda. There's no. Agenda. I suck at beatboxing. I suck at, and you like, suck at rap- I suck at rapping. creating uh, lyrics on the fly. Um, <laughs> so this whole episode will basically be like an introduction. Yeah, to an uh, just a long ass introduction. We but we're calling it an shit. episode, fuckers. But listen, here's why we're calling it an episode. Okay, I'm fine with this. Okay. Because we love you, and we love that you listen. Yeah, and we love that you stop me in my place of work and tell me you listen, <laughs> which happened to me today. Thank you to that gentle listener. I've already forgot your name. Please send us a message. Um, and we and we want to give you episodes. We want to, but we're tired. Yeah. One of today's sister Twain was suggesting episode <laughs> titles to me, and she had some bangers, like some that we are going to record. Yeah. yeah. But one of them was top five reasons we don't care about the podcast. <laughs> and yet we keep coming back to it. <laughs> that I. Was- the funniest episode. I mean, I'm going to San Francisco for three yeah, years. Yeah, so let's so let's get into it. I don't even think you've talked about that on the podcast. Uh, that I made a choice. Yes. Okay, I made a choice. So you were auditioning for grad schools. Yeah. Oh my god, the audition process. Wow. You had a notes a notes app note uh-huh. that you shared that I shared with the group that had uh, that I loved because you would update like <laughs> still need to fill out form. <laughs> this one I need a headshot. This one needs a hole pick. This, like, 
waiting for a response, waiting to hear financial aid. So I could just log in at any moment uh-huh. to my and notes app and just kind of see what's going on yeah. with, with the audition process, and, and, which I and love. And if I ever texted something in the group that was kind of an update, you'd be like, be like, did you update, can the, you update the notes the app? Because notes app? that's what I want. I just, <laughs> well, you would text in the group and then I would forget. I'd be like, wait, was that the one that was doing this? Or wait, is this one she's talking about? Is this the one that had the this? Uh-huh. And I just would, if it was all in the notes app, I could follow along right. better. So, right, anyway. right, right. Um, so, okay, yeah. So, okay. So, you've been through a let, rigorous, let me give treacherous you a process. synopsis. Yes. I'll start with an anecdote. Great. Last night, I was in a rehearsal uh-huh. for a show called Melancholy Play. And if you are in the Salt Lake area or nearby, you should come and see it. It opens on Thursday. Right. Thursday, March 23rd. And it's about Third. a woman who becomes an almond. It is. Okay. Just you wait. Just you wait. Okay. So <clears throat> it's a an it's an absurd farce. So it's heavy on the absurd, but it's also a farce. Uh, if you're not a theater person, you probably don't understand the difference. Also, it's a star-studded cast. Pretty much for Salt Lake acting. For Salt Lake acting, like it is like some like real shitsters of the theater. <laughs> yeah, some real barnstormers. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. any of these words mean. Barnstormers! The, the theater world. <laughs> That's what they call people in LaSalle who don't vote for Trump. Barnstormers. So, okay. Uh, here's the anecdote. Okay. Which will bring us back to the beginning of my journey. Last okay. night I was in rehearsal, and there's this one part where one of the actors has to be on the floor, and I only saw the back of his T-shirt, and it said A24 on it, and I go... Are you the, are you the woman that becomes the almond? I'm not. Okay. And I go were you in an A24 movie? And he just laughed. He was like, no. And later I realized that the front of his shirt was about the Green Knight. Remember oh, that right. movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I shared this anecdote with the cast. I was like, when I was leaving to audition for Yale, School of Drama, right? the gate that I left from at, in Salt Lake was A24. No, it was not. And I thought, this is that's a sign. a sign I'm going to get into this Yale School of Drama. It. But guess what? I did, you did not. You did not get into Yale so School of Drama. Was, but that's fine. That's fine. That's that, fine. That was the beginning of my journey uh, with all these auditions. Plural. And uh, that was in January? Yeah, yeah. It started in January. And then the following and week. And this month is March. Yeah, fuck. The, thank you. And then the following week, I had the audition online for like 60 Derpa. schools at once. It's called Derpa. It's called Erda's. Er- I thought it was called Derpa's. And okay. it's called like Unified Resident Theater. Anyway, fuck it. So, um, and then after you do this two-minute audition, you log in and there is a quote-unquote stage manager who says, hi, is your name blah, 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 because they want to confirm you they have the right person for the mm-hmm. time slot. And you say yes, and they go, okay, what pieces are you doing for us today? And then you say it, and then you do your pieces, and when you're done, you just log off. Yeah, because you're just – this is literally on like a WebEx call, like a Zoom <laughs> yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where – Dozens uh-huh. of, dozens. I don't know how many, dozens of right. universities yeah. and acting programs around the country slash world yeah. are watching these Are auditions. watching. And so you're just like in your living room. Right. I literally was in yeah. my living room. Yeah. Two minute talk. So really a lot of feedback from the audience. Like you're really <laughs> feeling the energy yeah. of the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nope. You're it just in your living room. a two minute audition. Like your kid is in the kitchen cooking a hot dog in the microwave <laughs> while you're like, you're like posting, you're like getting ready for all of the hopes you're like trying to build your future <laughs> in the living room on the computer yeah. and your kids microwaving a hot dog 
and pouring a bowl of crunch berries. And and during the audition, one of my cats jumps up on the laptop. No, they or, did not. No, they oh, didn't. Oh, God. Okay. But that happens during my therapy sessions all the time. Oh, yeah. So. <clears throat> but that's cute to it, your therapist. But it was just so weird. I end it. Two minutes. I close my laptop and I'm like, well. And then what did you do? Did you go rub one out? I tried to take a nap. Okay. Did you take a nap? I did. Okay. And I woke up to an email that said I had been called back by two schools. Great. The night progresses. Uh-huh. And it becomes a total of 13 schools. It was an exciting night, y'all. Because we were, the note was getting updated. <laughs> we were getting text messages. Right. Some of I, the schools were famous I, sounding. Yes, I was. <laughs> no, but you did. <laughs> I did get you did back get a call back to for, a school that you didn't end up pursuing called the Actors Studio. Which, which, if, if people remember, there was a show on Bravo. I don't or, know, but James Lipton. James Lipton, and he would interview famous MC, actors, yes. and it was always like, "We have a group, a line of questions that we ask all of us." <laughs> right, and then there would be a Q and A where where people would be like. Hello, Aspiring. my name is Ashley. I'm a first year acting student. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think? About, you know, and then they would ask. Right. So I was like, you're going to the James Lipton school. <laughs> it's fine. You yeah. can pursue it. But, um, and that's because there was just, the callback they wanted was a scene. They wanted right. a fresh piece with another person. Right. And a friend of mine who we were undergrads with, who now teaches for a grad program, was like, that is disrespectful of your time. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, actor studio being caught, put on blast. Uh -huh. on yeah. So this will be scrubbed by the managers <laughs> later. <laughs> well, Can I still make that, that joke? School. No, that, I know. Yeah. But like we still shouldn't disparage the actor studio. It's still a great school, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. So. <laughs> I'll let that joke go. I'm not going to do it this episode. The list got whittled <clears throat> down to seven schools. I would have done a scene with you if you had wanted. And then. <laughs> like maybe from Night Mother. Oh, my God. Or Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I did a scene from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf in my high school theater drama competition. I'm sure you did. Playing George, Great. a 50-year-old alcoholic, abusive, <laughs> abusive husband. I just picture it. Like 17-year-old little closeted Mormon me playing 50-year-old abusive alcoholic George. Yeah. We didn't know what the <clears throat> fuck we were talking about. Right. Anyway. Um... So the list got whittled down to seven and then to five that I was actively pursuing. Right. And then um, three sent me acceptance letters. Right. And I still haven't heard from the other two. I reached out like a week ago and Let they me were say like, something. we haven't decided. Let me say something about these acceptance letters because okay. this was the wildest part. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so one school got back to you and said, and I don't even remember which one and you don't need to say which one. Fine. But said, you know, we would love to have you in the program. Yeah. So then you reached out to the other schools because uh -huh. they said, we'd love to have you in the program. Please let us know by this date if you will be joining us. Yeah. So then you reached out to the other schools and you were like, hey, I've gotten an acceptance from such and such program. I just wanted and I need to let them know by this date. Yeah. I just wanted to check on your timeline. Right. Because I'm still interested in your program. Right. And two of the schools said, oh, shit, I thought we emailed you. Didn't yeah. we already email you? We sent you? you an acceptance letter. And you're like, no, I know like, you didn't. <laughs> and what was also very lovely and very gratifying as your friend to see is it's not like these schools were like, oh, yeah, like, we'll take you. Like, it, they were like, no, we, we really, really want, want you. you. They really, really wanted you. Yes. And I just thought, what if you hadn't reached out to the schools I who know. thought they had emailed you? You said something like, just imagine this sad old lady waiting around to hear from some schools. These fucking theater people. <laughs> 
need to hire a goddamn admin to manage the email correspondence. Because they were like, didn't we already accept you? And you're like, no. Would I be emailing you if you had accepted me? Anyway. So the school I have chosen for many reasons. Right. After. By the way, how narcissistic is this podcast? (laughs) We just get in and talk about ourselves. What are we supposed to talk about? I don't about? know. Somebody that lives in Draper? No, I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like, we don't talk about pop culture. This is we don't why talk we keep politics. coming back and doing we it. We don't keep talking about politics. I know. We are just, a, it's just listening to two idiots talk and about themselves. And it's why we suck at doing Patreon and you, content. And you tune right in. Anyway. Okay. The school you've chosen. Academy of Art University in San Francisco. I love it. MFA in screen acting. It focuses on screen acting. Great. But there's also like, we'll do Alexander Technique, which is movement. Right. We'll, we're going to do Meisner Technique, which is the acting portion. Mm-hmm. There are vo- voice classes. Right. And <clears throat> it's three years. Summers are off. Evenings are off for the most part. So during those summers, I could go and act for a Shakespeare festival. Yeah, you could do a, yeah, a summer. I could, yeah. I could spend a summer in L.A. maybe trying to get uh, on an episode of, of Law & Order SVU. To be, yep, to be a dead a dead naked body. <laughs> yeah. So um, You have a great ass and great tits. I mean, so you would be a great dead rape victim, which is what, which is what Hollywood needs a lot of. Which is what SVU Every is. Every show. Well, not even a, just SVU. <clears throat> Every show in Hollywood wants some dead rape some ladies dead in the ra- background. <laughs> So and you'd be great at that, <laughs> with or without an MFA, really. No, really. Like, Do you have an MFA to lay in this field with your ass to Jesus? And you're like, I do, I do. In fact, I don't yet, but I'm in my second I year. Candidate. I am in my second year of getting my MFA. And they're like, cool, go lay in this field. We're gonna have Joaquin Phillips Phoenix come in and talk about Joaquin your ass. Phillips Phoenix. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, the head of the program is a three-time Oscar winner, eleven-time Oscar nominee. Who is it? Um, she's like behind the scenes. She oh, okay. she won for shorts. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, and uh, I was like, is it is it Julianne Moore? <laughs> is it Amy Adams? Meryl Streep. Amy Adams has not won three times, and that's a no. Maybe she, well, maybe she has. Um. So anyway, uh, I am. Super excited. And of course, because of how life is, and I think because we're having a Saturn return. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, shit's hitting the fan at work. Yeah. And it's been hard for me the past couple weeks to be excited about this acceptance. Yeah. Or making the choice, really. Because I sat on... It was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. It was many, many hours of Marco Polos. I think I took two weeks to decide. It was probably 160 hours of Marco Polos. (laughs) I think I took... Over those two weeks. And at the end of those two weeks, the day before I made my decision, well, the day I made my decision, the thing that did it was I just took a walk around my neighborhood. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, I know where I'm going. So you've been busy is yeah. the point. So I've been busy, but I, you know, right now talking about it, it's sinking in. Like I'm going to live in San Francisco for three Listen, years. Listen, let me tell you the things I love about this program. Okay. Number one, it's in San Francisco. Amen. Because one of the programs you looked at was overseas. Yeah. That's far away. Right. One of the programs you looked at was in LA, which is fine, but it's, fuck LA. Yeah. Like LA is just gross. Yeah. Like, why, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You're, I, you're like adjusting your like my, abdominal. My tummy. Yes. It, my body's changing. Listen, it, we and all so are. And so is the world. So that's all I'm excited about. Okay. About <laughs> no, I'm excited it's in San Francisco because that feels like 
doable for like a fun weekend where we come to San Francisco and visit. We see a show. Yeah. I don't we record. Go to, I don't go to any gay clubs or gay bars because I'm scared <laughs> of, of the gay people not. there. Oh God, no! We'll record no. 27 episodes we'll record so that we 27 can just episodes. publish because we one won't. Each week. We still won't have figured out how to record <laughs> remotely, even though every podcast in America does it. it yeah, they do. We'll figure no. It out. I think this is a great program. I think the fact that you have summers off is great because that gives you time, like you said, to pursue other projects or to come home and see your family or whatever. Yeah, you know, and the and I think San Francisco is such a cool city. And most, like, it is it is uncommon to get to live in San Francisco mm-hmm. because it's so expensive. It's so <clears throat> prohibitive. Right. And you will be living, like, in the city, right? Right. Like, it's in not. the city. Because you live in, like, student housing. Uh-huh. So it's not like you're living in, like, Oakland over the bridge. Like, you're living right. in San Francisco. So this particular program, I I was awarded an Erda's scholarship for free housing. So Erda's is how I did the audition for 60 but schools. But, like, free housing in San Francisco for three years? Yeah. That's worth, like, $100 million. Fucking wild. Yeah. I even emailed her. The day before I made my decision final and said, I just want to double check that housing's really free. Yeah. <laughs> She's like. What does that mean during the summers? Do you get housing during the summers? No. So you got to leave during the summers. I do got to leave. Okay. Unless I'm taking classes. Okay. They, she said, as long as you're taking classes. So they do have some summer classes. So if you wanted to. I guess so. Okay, great. We'll figure it out. Um, But, <clears throat> you know, these student residences are in, a couple of them are in like old landmark buildings, but the inside looks like a dorm. I just like, here's the thing. Who cares? I know. You know, I know. like, you'll be living in, like, basically, like, a dorm. Yeah. And hopefully it's fine, whatever. But, like, you're living in San Francisco. Yeah. Which is one of the most, like, exciting, interesting cities in America for, like, food and for art and art. for culture and, f- like... Water. What? Weather. Uh-huh. Weather. Weather. Carl the Fog. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> the Fog is named Carl. Did you know that? When? The Fog of San Francisco is named Carl. How? Why? I don't know. It just is. I'm not. I didn't name it. Did you just make this up? No, it's real. The oh. real like Google it right now. Carl the fog. Carl the fog. It's the name of the fog in San Francisco. All right. Anyway, um, with a K, K A R L. Okay. Um, so you get to live oh, there. I got two two texts. Well, don't read them now because we're recording a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, you get to live there for free, which is lovely. You're reading the texts, aren't you? I am. Sorry. Anyway. We're going to take a break. Okay, let's take a break. And then when we're going to come back, we're going to talk about something else. I don't know what. (laughs) We'll come up with it. I don't care. I'm already recording. Oh, I said, are you ready? Oh, And you said, I'm not, hang on. And I said, I don't care, which is what they heard. Hey, what just happened again? Well, first of all, what just happened, what happened was. Let's forget it. The gentle listeners just heard our sponsored ad. Oh. From Anchor, from, wait, not Anchor. From Spotify Spotify for for podcasters. podcasters. It's Spotify, but purple. That's what they should have said in the ad copy. Right. So here's the thing. Uh We get money when you listen to that ad. We should change it every week. I... No, we don't. We need can't. To. We have to have a script. I don't actually think we can change it. I think it's like done. I mean, make, oh, I don't, anyway, fuck, because it really sucks. All we want is to make enough money from ads to to live on this podcast, to live on this planet. To, <laughs> I, as I've mentioned, I listen to a podcast called Las Culturistas. Yeah, they have several ads. Yeah, and and they just do them like as serious as possible, like kind of like we tried to do with that Spotify ad. And, like, one of the ads is for Kraft Mac and Cheese. And I just think, how is this real? Like, I'm kind of, I kind of think the Kraft Mac and Cheese ad is fake. 
But I'm like, is did was some executive at Kraft Mac and Cheese like really like, you know what? Let's pay two homosexuals who talk about pop culture <laughs> to talk about how much they love Kraft Mac and Cheese. Right. And we'll give them enough money to pay for their rent in rent. LA or yeah. whatever. Right. Anyway. Or whatever it is. So please listen to that <clears throat> ad a thousand times. Please. And then later you'll hear an ad for our Patreon and then please subscribe to our Patreon. Please do. I already explained this at the top of the episode, but I'm explaining it again. You've never done that before. So you're going to grad school. Uh, in, five in five months. months. And I'm never leaving the house. <laughs> in five months. It's funny. I like to make that joke, but it's not like you and I leave the house together a lot. Like we hang out here. We'll go to the movies and that's kind of it. Occasionally, yeah. But it's not like we're like hitting the clubs on the weekend. No, no, no. So really you living in another state will make no difference in my social life. So Hannah was in this performance art piece. Lil Twain. Oh, Lil Twain. I mean, maybe not performance art piece. It was for, for our friend who was her roommate. Um, the tall gay with the long oh, hair. Oh, love him, love him. Um, and a prince among men. She was uh, doing kind of like performance art in the in the concert. Uh huh. And this was like just a few nights ago, and she texted me, "We're probably not starting till eleven tonight. Text all your friends and get them to come." I'm like, "We are in our forties. I have never left the house at eleven. We PM. are out and drooling on our pillows right. at eleven p.m. And if we're not." We're sitting up in bed watching no, blackhead yeah. extraction videos. I mean, I'm not. You knew. I know. I think that's a little weird. Uh, well, but I am watching that like skincare doctor on TikTok who that, I am attracted to. I can't with that. And guy. that weird British flexibility oh, coach my on God. TikTok. Who I'm attracted to. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we were gonna. So I'm going to grad school in five months. Five months. I'm not ready. No, you. I mean, I said to you like you got to sell all your shit. <laughs> you like I got to put my cats down. You got to put the cats to sleep. <laughs> you can't take the cats. Yeah. What are you going to do with all your shit? I'm probably going to sell a lot of it. Because you are because you are moving into like a dorm, so you don't need like furniture, I right? Or do you? I don't even need a car. I, well, that's the best part. Right. But like, is your apartment, is your room, what do you know about your room? Nothing because you haven't filled out the paperwork yet? No, they don't even know which building yet is going to be for the grad students. Because okay. it's, it's, it's undergrad and grad at this academy And some of, of them are more dorm-like and some of them right. are more small apartment-like. apartment-like yes. Which we hope is what they is give to the grad. Is what they give to the grad yeah. students. So well, we don't know. But I don't know. But I have looked at pictures online of rooms from all the different buildings. I think there's five buildings total. <clears throat> Nothing special, but uh, it's free. But you don't need furniture. Right. They're furnished. No, they're furnished. So you'll keep like personal things and whatever, but like you don't need your sofa. Right. Exactly. So you got to have a big like so, come to my house and buy all the shit. Right. Sale. So there will be some like core things that will go into storage that like, I don't know, stuff I've been hanging on to for years that is heirlooms. I don't know. <laughs> your family Yes. Um, and, uh, and then I, you're, you're going to put the cats to sleep. I, I got <laughs> I would love to be able to bring one of my cats with me. Yeah, what are you going to do with the cats? I guess I'll just go live with the kids. Um, well, one for sure, Timothy has claimed. Okay. Um, the other two, TBD. Okay. And uh, anyway, I got to figure out what how I'm going to leave the car behind. Like, uh, am I going to let the kids take over the? Babies? You you need to sell the car to one of the kids and transfer the title. I oh, told you this in a Marco Polo. Yeah. You do, you do not want to have that title still in your name and have one of the kids just making the payments yeah. because then when they forget to make the payments, the title's in your name. Right. So you need to have a transaction, Yeah. sell the car. They need to get a loan. Oh, Their God. dad can co-sign. Yeah. And then, and, then you be, and then you are free and clear. Here's another thing. Yeah. 
July 5th, my gay ex-husband, Gary, will be starting a new job in Salt Lake City. Great. So he can co-sign for the car. <laughs> and that's the point. Okay, so we got to sell the stuff. <clears throat> we got to sell the car. We got to put the cats to sleep. We, yeah. Uh, we got to mow the lawn. We, well, no, they pay someone to do that. Oh, okay. Um, and your landlords were lovely. You told them you're leaving, and they were like, we're lovely, and that's great, right? Oh, yeah. Which is so, great. <clears throat> I had already signed just a six-month lead lease which ended july 31st when i got accepted i asked them if i could stay for the month of august and they immediately replied and said we'd love to have you till the end of august they're so nice that's I know. so great yeah yeah um okay and so then what you else gotta, do we have to you do you gotta pack a carpet bag yes uh, and you gotta bag? hop on a train to san francisco uh, <laughs> isn't there a song about that probably hop on a train to san... no forget it um Okay. okay, what about Great. what about you? What are you doing in five months? Oh, God. Okay, so I first of all, I don't know. Second of all, anyone who asks me about my future or my past terrifies me. <laughs> what about the now? Also, ter- also terrifies yeah, me. Yeah, I know. Okay, so here's what's going on in my life. Okay. So, oh, wait, before we get to my life, yeah. I just wanted to say, so this is why this episode is the way it is, because you're doing a play, uh-huh. you're working full time, yes. and you've been working a lot of closing shifts lately yes. at a bar, yes. so you're working very late, Yes, you're trying to fill out paperwork and whatever for grad school, uh-huh. you're trying to find the person to put the cats down, <laughs> you're very, very busy. I'm overwhelmed. You're booked. Yeah. You're booked. Yeah. Uh, a couple things are going to change soon that will clear it up, clear things up, but... But you're booked. If you want to come see Melancholy Play, it is at this brand new performing arts center in Taylorsville. Oh, God. I have to drive to Taylorsville? Called Mid Valley, not Mid Vale, Mid Valley Performing Arts Center. We can't think of an original name to save our fucking lives. No, thank you. We're like, this Grove was pleasant. Let's call it Pleasant Grove. (laughs) Um, We're in the middle of the valley. Let's call it Mid Vale. Mid Valley. So, but don't go to Midvale. Go to Mid Valley. But you do need to buy your tickets online. Just Google Wasatch Theater Melancholy Play. It's a woman who becomes an almond. It's a. I have no doubt that this play will be brilliant. I mean, like there are brilliant performers in it. Don't do don't that. oversell it. Don't oversell. I mean, what if this it... play is gonna suck? Ass. <laughs> but it is heavy on the absurd, so just keep that in mind. Okay. I mean, okay. a woman turns into an almond. So almond. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> okay, so here's the story about me. Okay. So, oh, the story. Well, I don't know if there's the story, right. but this is kind of what I've been dealing with lately. So, as I have mentioned, I've changed up the meds routine. I'm rationing the Adderall because it's in a shortage. Was that on this episode or was that on the Demitas that I talked uh, about? Demitas. Anyway, I'm rationing the Adderall because, like, you, I don't know when it'll be filled. <clears throat> it makes me feel like a super, superhuman. Rationing Adderall. I am in therapy. We are starting EMDR treatment. Oh my God. We have started phase one. Wow. Um, my life is fine, like, is good. My kids are all going through some very stressful things right now. And so that has been very, very, very stressful. Yeah. Um, I am dealing with some, like, financial stress that has been very, 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 very stressful. Yeah. And here's what I'm finding. And this is what I want. Like, this will sound like I'm making this up. But I want, <laughs> I want the gentle listeners to let me know if, like, anyone's experienced something like this. <clears throat> I am so comfortable and so, quote, unquote, happy being miserable yeah. that as I've been making these steps to like be happier and to sort of untangle some of this like 
trauma from my childhood and live a better life. There is part of my brain, body, soul, whatever, that is fucking panicking. Yeah. And is like, please stop trying to fix this. Yeah. Let's just be miserable. Yes, because that's what's familiar. Right. And that totally makes sense to (laughs) me. But like literally like last week, so I do therapy on Wednesdays. It's just virtual, you know, it's just a, a virtual How do thing. you do EMDR virtually? Don't they have to touch you or something? No, well, well, we haven't got to the part of, so EMDR, there's a part, of, like the, if you've heard of EMDR, the part you've heard about is about the eye movement because that's what EM in EMDR stands yeah. for. Eye movement desensitization something where there are basically like lights and sounds that you look at while you go <clears> through <throat> some things and it literally like, there are like scientific studies that literally helps you like reprogram your brain. But um, that there are like, I think he said there's like seven phases of EMDR and the actual eye movement is like phases three and four. So we're only in phase one slash two right now. And we haven't gotten to the actual eye movement. But because we're doing it virtually, he just said, you know, try to like, don't do it on your phone. Try to do it on like a laptop or like a bigger screen. And then like literally the lights are just like, there's a special like web portal you use built by the EMDR people where the lights can appear on the screen and whatever. So yeah. anyway, but we okay. haven't got to that part yet. God, that sounds like some crazy shit. I know. <clears throat> um, it, is very, it is very interesting. <clears throat> Here's another thing that's interesting. My therapist, when I, when I sought out a therapist, I thought I need someone who's a former Mormon because I need them to understand Mormonism. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I want them to have the shorthand. I don't want to have to explain Mormonism. And I said, and I want someone who's queer because... I just need someone who understands like the queer experience and like the specific like queer stresses I'm facing. Absolutely. My therapist is neither of those things, (laughs) but I actually really like him, but we were doing. So part of what we're working on in EMDR is because apparently when you're in the like throes of EMDR, it's very distressing and it can be very emotional and it can kind of leave you a little like wrecked after the sessions. Okay. And so what we were working on in our last session was some, some sort of visualizations to help kind of manage through like disturbances or stress or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were great. They actually worked really well. But part of my brain was like, felt a little weird because like my therapist seems so like straight and practical and normal. And then when he was like, visualize a spiral, I was like, this feels weird. But anyway, that's my own trauma. (laughs) Anyway, so, okay, so I had my session two weeks ago. We worked through, we talked about kind of what's going on in my life, and then we worked through some of these visualizations. And then he sent me another visualization that he's like, watch this on YouTube. It's a little longer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. So he's like, practice these visualizations this week. When you have a disturbance, which in EMDR just means anything that like ripples the pond. So it could be a big disturbance. It could just be something that's frustrating or stressful, like, practice these visualizations to sort of like bring yourself back to like zero, you know? And the very first thing I noticed is as soon as I had a disturbance, I would, I would recognize it as a disturbance and I would think I should practice my visualizations. And then I would say, fuck those visualizations. I don't want to practice. Like, like I wanted to stay in the like anguish and pain and anger and misery. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So then So I have not practiced them at all one time. I haven't watched the video that he sent me of the second one. And I realize now that I probably have to talk to him about all this, which is so fucking annoying. Yeah. But then, so then I was supposed to have therapy. I have therapy on Wednesdays. Tuesday of last week was like a particularly rough day with some of the stuff going on with my kids. Like a lot of like drama and, you know, whatever. I was very stressed out. And what did I do? 
I canceled therapy. <laughs> what did I say? And I texted you and I said, I'm too stressed out on canceling therapy. And you said, like, I don't think that's a good idea. I said, or, that's counterintuitive. Yeah, that's counterintuitive. <laughs> but, like, the idea of talking about the stress that I'm feeling uh-huh. was so fucking disgusting and uh-huh. annoying to me. Uh-huh. Like, not just, like... Like, I tried to tell myself, it's like, oh, like, it's too raw. I just need some time to, like, process it. No, it was just, like, I felt disgusted by myself that I was having these emotions and these reactions. Fascinating. I know, and I should tell my therapist about all this, but I don't want to. Right. Anyway, so it's just been really interesting because I just feel like I'm on this kind of healing journey, and my body soul mind whatever is fighting it's tooth fighting and nail to it. keep me where i was where you're at why yeah what the fuck is that uh, it's, I, I said to see jane maybe i sent this to the group but i think it was just to see jane i said if i was mormon this would be where i would say that satan was working against me sure. to try to prevent me from doing like a good thing right because like, that's what you would believe as right. a mormon that satan a man who uh. lives in hell <laughs> who's mean and evil, mean. knows me by name, and is like, I'm not going to let you finish that therapy. I'm going to work against it. Yeah. God, Mormons for me, are so stupid. For me, that is akin to your experience that you just described, is akin to why it is so difficult for some women to leave abusive spouses. I mean, yeah. It kind of, like, I don't want to equate what I'm going through to, like, an abusive no, spouse, but I know what no, you're saying. right. And and why it's so hard for some adult children to set boundaries or even stop talking to toxic parents. Yes. Because it's just what you've always done. And it's familiar. And not doing the familiar, no matter how healthy it looks, is fucking scary. It's awful. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Yeah, no, I know. And I just want you to know I'm holding space for that. No, I know. And you guys are great because literally sometimes like while I'm in therapy and I'm talking to my therapist, I'm like, he fucking thinks I'm the biggest idiot. He hates me. And then I will text you. And I'm like, what? You're texting Because my therapy is on my computer. So it's very easy to just like while looking at the camera and seeming engaged, send a text message. Because I message you can do. Yeah, it's just on my computer. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it's just like right on the computer. Is it an app? It's just the messages app. It's just like your phone. You just oh, it's just open on the side. So like while I'm talking to my therapist, I'm sending you a text to be like, I'm fucking doing so bad at therapy today. My therapist thinks I'm the biggest fucking idiot alive. Why am I doing this? Anyway, it's super healthy. Okay. So that's what's going on in my life. All right. I'm trying to I'm surprisingly trying to sabotage my healing. Yeah. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. What's going to be interesting? Is how far you get before you go, okay, I'm done. Or what it looks like when you break through that barrier. Here's the thing that I'm intrigued about in EMDR. And if any of you have done EMDR, feel free to, you know, send messages with your experience. But um, one of the things he said to me about EMDR is when you're in the actual sessions, you're not doing a lot of talking. Like it's more the therapist that's kind of guiding the session Uh uh and kind of, and he says my, he always says like, my job is to just like lay the train track, but like you're still driving the train. But like, what's interesting to me about that is that 
one of my superpowers and one of my defense mechanisms is that I can over-intellectualize any of my problems, trauma, whatever. Uh Because I spent my whole life when I was in the closet thinking about and processing like everything I said, everything I did, blah, blah, blah. And so like sometimes when I'm in therapy, I can tell that I'm saying what I think I should be saying and not that I'm saying what I actually think or feel. Like I'm providing the correct responses because I know how to do that. Yeah. So I'm very curious once I get into the actual EMDR part if that if my ability to sort of like think and talk my way through this will be like you know like handicapped like I won't be able to I do hope that so. anymore. I hope so. For the too. love of God. For the love of God. Let's take one more break so we can put in an ad. Okay. And then we'll come back for a quick wrap up. The same ad that we No, would... no, no. We're going to put in our own ad now. <clears throat> Great. Great. on the train, governor. To Patreon Town. I was going to say San Francisco, <laughs> but we don't discuss these ads before we record them. Is there a way, governor, that I could support this podcast? This is like Australian and English <laughs> all at once. Well, if you jump on this train, it's got a direct route to a town we like to call Patreon Town. What train is it? Patreon train! Great. (laughs) And when I get to the town, what do I do? You walk around and say, hey. No, you pay money. Oh. You choose a tear and you pay money. A tear from your eye? You choose a tear. (laughs) And you pay money. And you pay money as little as three dollars a month. You can pay one dollar, but fuck you. (laughs) You ain't getting nothing. You ain't getting shit. You can also pay one million (laughs) dollars. You and we will toss your salad. You just became a million dollars like some know. East Coast. When you, when you pay a million dollars, <laughs> we will toss your salad. That means eat your butthole. We what? both will. Are we going to? Uh, if someone pays a million dollars a month, yes. I will 1,000% eat their butthole. One time. Like monthly if they want me to. Recently. This uh-huh. is important. Okay. We were in a car with Morag slash Cindy. And you go, why do they call it tossing salad? And she goes, <laughs> because of the bits. <laughs> anyway, if anyway. you want your tallets, your salad tossed monthly <laughs> with the bits included, just pay $1 million a month or pay less and you get some bonus content. And regardless of how irregular our posting is on our Patreon account. You have access to all the backlog. You and do. we've been doing this for a long damn time. We've been doing it for a long time. So anyway, patreon.com patreon.com slash hot drinks. Pay some money. Get some backlog. Get your bits tossed. <laughs> so we like to joke that Sister Twain is scrolling Instagram while we're recording. She, and it's not a joke because she is. But that was a video called Cats on the Beach that she was watching. <laughs> they were just digging holes in the sand, it those cats. It was the most magical thing I've ever seen. Listening to some Japanese pop music. <laughs> is that what that was? I don't know. I don't know Anyway, so... <laughs> well, this was an episode to end This all has episodes. been an episode. And also, we would like to point out that 
when we have to name the segments, which maybe you can see in your podcast app. I don't know. Mm. But that ad was called the best ad we've ever recorded. I'm pretty sure that as it's playing, like at the bottom, the name of whatever segment it is is flashing. Yeah. Like so anyway, that, if you didn't catch it, was the best ad we've ever recorded. So you've really gotten two bang up ads this episode. Woo! Listen, we don't want to bombard your life with ads no. and bad British accents. If you just we send just us wanna, more money, we'll I stop. I pay my credit card bills. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Wait, I can't believe it. What did you say about. about my money trauma on the episode of like things that'll make us uncomfortable? Oh, you just need to chill out. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, so we've, okay. we hope you've enjoyed this narcissistic episode now where we just like, talk about our own shit. Now it's like you're a part of our day to day. It really is. That's what we updated. That's what we gave you the update. Now you're in it. You're now in you're it with in us. it to win it. Um, oh. do you have any pre-cum? Wait. <laughs> For after the episode. I, I think we'll call this aftercare. Do you need, do you have any aftercare? Um, my aftercare is, uh. I don't know if you guys know, but we don't plan this. Come see my show if okay. you live in the Salt Lake area. Mid-Valley Performing God, Arts Center. if you say Mid-Valley one more time. But it's, you purchase the tickets through Wasatch Theater. Just Google it. Wasatch Theater, Melancholy Play. Okay. Um, other is, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, no, that's it. I have one. <gasps> so the other day on Instagram, you shared a reel with me, which is what old people call a TikTok. <laughs> old people. <laughs> of a band called the Scarlet Opera uh-huh. on the James Corden show. Yes. And you just shared it because you knew, like, I would be obsessed. That you, I thought, I bet Josh would really be I, into this. So, okay, so it's a singing group band. What do we call them now? I don't even know, a band? Uh, they're a band, Scarlet Opera. Called the Scarlet Opera. Yeah. They literally have three songs on, like, Spotify or Apple Music. Uh-huh. But I think they have an album coming out later this month or next right. month. Anyway, the song that they sang on James Corden was called Alive. Yeah. And so you can, I'm sure, search for that and see the performance their lead singer is this very queer, yeah, like femme, like in your face about fucking it. Fucking love him, her, and, they. And it's like I don't this know. Cross between rock and musical theater. Yeah, it's a little musical theater. Like it kind of, you know the, you know the singer. Um, is it? I don't know if it's pronounced Mika or Micah. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It reminds me a lot of Mika. Okay. If you know who that is, yeah, it's very theatrical and very dramatic, <clears throat> but kind of like pop music and kind of rock. Yeah. Anyway, they have a song called "Alive." Scarlet Opera. I kid you not, like listen to it on repeat for like oh, 25 I love 30 that. Minutes at a I time. have songs like that. Yeah. I highly recommend if you want to check it out, check out his performance on James Gordon. Yeah, no, he's really I mean, we you know we I don't fuck with James Gordon. You know that. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, I know. But it's <clears throat> worth it. He's really great. Yeah. Um and now I like follow them on TikTok and they're lovely and they're queer and they're Anyway, right. I'm obsessed. Right. So that's my musical recommendation. You never get a musical recommendation for me. I know. Because it's like, I'm listening to the new musical, Kimberly Akimbo, and I love it. <laughs> Which is true. I am listening to the new musical, Kimberly Akimbo, and I love it. But um, you should listen to Scarlet Opera. Do you have any more aftercare? Uh, I feel like this episode deserves some aftercare. Yeah, I'm trying. I feel trying... like it was pretty traumatic. Okay, real quick, real quick. I'm trying to find something that was shared in our group chat about the pills that 
people at the Oscars were taking. What was it called? Oh, it's called Ozempic. How do you not know this? Oh, Ozempic. I yeah. don't know. How do like, I not know I it? Like, I'll, I hear about Ozempic 27 times a day. Uh, <laughs> really? And when you're like, what is Ozempic? I'm like, do you live under a rock? I guess so. I just think some of us are perpetually online and some of us live real lives. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I listen to audiobooks about... About men who are five hundred, but they look twenty five, and they're fucking a seventeen year old. Well, they're eighteen. They're eighteen. Eighteen. Um, but anyway, let me know if you, if you know how to get my hands on some. <laughs> it's a diabetes medication <laughs> that is meant, from what I understand, is meant for people who have like severe weight problems, right? That cannot control their weight and their diabetes and need this drug. The reason I even know about it. And guess who's taking it? it? Everyone in Hollywood Everyone who wants to lose Oscars. three pounds. Yeah. <laughs> three pounds. No, I, genuinely. Like, yeah. But I heard of it because of the Oscars. Uh-huh. And uh, CJ brought it up. Yeah. And all the jokes about it. And I was like, wait, what is this Wizard of Oz? Yeah. And it's called Ozempic. Ozempic, like, yeah. Ozempic. Yeah. Like Olympics. Oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> it's like that. So it's like the Olympic medication. To lose weight. Yeah. Which, anyway, okay. Sister Twain wants some. <laughs> Not really. To lose four pounds. <clears throat> um, all right, that's all we got. Sorry. We're so sorry. This it, has really it's been. It's fucking late, bitch. I can't give that time back to you. I cannot I'll give these 45 minutes Just back like that to you. 20 minutes I watched Captain EO at Disneyland. I'll never get that back. <laughs> Wait, either. I love Captain Fuck EO. You. I love Captain it's EO. Time to go. It's Except time I to hate go. Michael Jackson because he's a rapist. Right? Anyway. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> right?